Welcome back to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings with Blake Soule. Today's episode is with super athlete Antoine Sims. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode that's going to help you fulfill your life's yearnings. Today I have a special guest with me. His name is Antoine Sims, and Antoine... Anton, what would you refer to yourself as? Well, that's a good question. I would first consider myself a believer okay. in Christ, um, an athlete, uh, a good friend. I don't have any siblings, so I can't be a brother, but I can be a, I can be a good friend to someone as a brother. <laughs> nice. I like that. So, Ant- so that's Antoine, and I'm just going to read this you know, bio about Antoine. So in, in the early stages of his competitive bodybuilding career uh he didn't think twice about throwing down steaks chicken eggs turkey and fish for his source of protein and you know after all of that you know that was still a part of of bodybuilding for professional bodybuilders and so it wasn't until later in his career that his gut you know started (laughs) communicating with his brain that that something was wrong you know back in 1998 you know Anton was eating multiple meals of chicken eggs fish and turkey preparing for the universe bodybuilding competition and he could tell that something was off and his body felt like it was going you know in the overdrive so he started after that competition you know changing his diet and his lifestyle and got more into a plant-based diet which was something that I thought was very cool because I did try that you know just messing around (laughs) with trying to make my you know, see what was working better for me as far as what I was putting in my into my system to live a better lifestyle. And so that's what Antoine has been doing. He also mentioned some other things that I will let him explain. But um, one of the reasons why I wanted to have him on the show today is because I heard him on another podcast called Zen Dude Fitness. And I just like the vibe and the personality that he was giving off and just seemed like a, a real personable guy and someone who could add value to fulfilling life's yearnings because of what he's doing in his life. So Antoine, thanks for coming on the show and just want to welcome you to the fulfilling life's yearnings community. Just to start off, can you just talk about who you are as far as, I know you kind of did a couple of things earlier, but like who you are and, and, and where you grew up from. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, Blake, thank you for having me on your show. It's an honor to be here. It's a pleasure. Well, my journey started, well, just like everyone's in the womb, right? Well, besides that, I've lived in a lot of different places. My dad was in the military. We lived overseas in Germany. And when my mom and I were overseas, we would visit the surrounding countries. So I, I was at a very early age exposed to a lot of different cultures. And I think that helped me when I came back here to the States as far as being able to communicate and get along and socialize with other people. I didn't feel like I was trapped in a box. I didn't feel like I was limited by anything. And when we came back here to the States and as I got older and we continued to move, I just felt like I was able to get along with pretty much anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of developed that, that personality over the years. And with that, I've been able to, to really develop some really good, close bond, bonding friendships. And to this day, I've been friends with people for 20 plus years. And, you know, it's just a matter of something that we're lacking today is just common civility and respect for other people. And, and that's, that's what I hope anyway that I, that I instill. Uh, that's what I hope that I have that I actually pass on to the people that I come into communication with. You know, just being civil, just being respectful. Uh, the Bible says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If we would just live by the basic values and, and basic principles of humanity, I think that'll make all of us better. But that's, that's who I am. 
Uh, and I try to base the way I live on the principles of Scripture, and that is the foundation of my behavior and my characteristic. I'm not perfect at all, and I'm not here claiming to be that at all. We all make mistakes. We all fall down, but at the same time, we get up. And it's how you get up after you fall down is what makes you a champion. That's what determines a champion. So that's who I am. I'm a person who has failed. I'm a person who will continue to fail. But every failure, I will get up and I'll be stronger and I'll learn a lesson. And that's what's important in life. Understand that we're going to fail. We can't go through this life through this life perfect, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's eating, whether it's exercise. It doesn't matter. At some point, we're going to fail. So it's always in my opinion, good to prepare for failure. Understand it's, it's coming. However, the most important lesson is how do you respond to the failure? Some people respond by staying down. Some people respond by keeping themselves down. Other people respond, respond like a racquetball. They'll bounce back up. And in my opinion, that's the best way. You bounce back up. It's easier said than done, but once you do it, you look back at that experience, you learned from it, you grew from it and you're on to the next. And I think that just makes us better people. And just going back to your question about who I am and what makes me who I am, that's exactly what it is. It's those Christian values. It's the ability to respond to adversity. It's the ability to socialize with different people. And I think a lot of that had to do with us moving to different countries and somebody's knocking at my door right now. <laughs> so can you give me one minute? Yes. To I think it's the maintenance guy. Yep. Can we pause? Yep. All right, and we're back. So there was a little uh, knock at the door, but no worries. We're going to keep it moving forward. That's right. Antoine Sims with me today, and I just finished asking him about you know who he is as a person and and and, and what he's about. And I got to say that was probably one of the, the the best answers or response that I could have hoped for. It, it was very in depth, and and when you hear it. And listen back to it again, you'll be able to sense that that passion that he that he has about who he is as a person. And so, kind of you know, segueing off of that, um, Antoine mentioned you know you were talking about uh, your faith, and I went to uh, a faith-based college, uh, Hope College, over in Holland, Michigan. Okay. And, and, and during my senior year, and this is kind of crazy. Uh, we have senior seminars when I was over there at Hope, and the, the, the course that I was in was about faith and calling. And, oh, okay. And, and one of my favorite books that we read in that course, which I actually have here, was called The Call by Oz Guinness. Okay. And it's about finding and fulfilling the, the, the central purpose of your life. And since okay. you're faith-based, can you kind of you know, talk about you know, what you feel your calling is and, and what did you go through that kind of, you know, led you in that direction? Because I know a lot of times some people say they never had any sort of, you know, troubles growing up, or a lot of other folks will say that there was a conflict that they came across that that they had to come to a decision to either, you know, let that conflict destroy them or to overcome it. So what was it for you? Okay, well, I, I believe my calling is to encourage others and to motivate. I mean, that, that may sound really basic. It may even sound a little trite, but... I really believe that that's my calling is to encourage and motivate because that's as I look back over my history since I was a kid that's what I would do I would encourage other people and I would motivate other other people and it always came from a position of once again what the scripture says considering others better than yourselves better than you and so I would look at people like okay you know and it's not a, in, a, in a judgmental way oh they're better than me or oh, I'm better than them but it's taking care of other people you know you take care of others again, it all comes back to you, it all comes around. So for me, it's just the motivating and encouraging people and tell, letting them know you can do it, giving them the support that oftentimes we don't get. Oftentimes we don't get support in our homes. Oftentimes we don't get support even on our teams. Sometimes another teammate is trying to do something just to get in your position, so you're not going to get support from that person. So it's giving somebody, giving people encouragement, giving them motivation, giving them the support that's sometimes lacking. And even if it's there, it's good to have that reinforced. It's good to have someone in your corner to say, you know what, you can do it. And I'm going to show you how to do it, or I'm going to help you do it. So for me, I believe that that's been, that's been my calling, uh, to encourage and to motivate. And when I was competing... It was the same thing. Even though I competed against competitors, you know, competed against 
athletes in my class, I would still encourage them, oh, man, your abs look better than mine or your quad separation is great, man. Keep up the good work. And I literally and sincerely mean that. I don't encourage or, or motivate empty, with, with, with empty words. Mm-hmm. When I motivate and I encourage somebody and I tell them they can do it, I really believe it. And one thing that's important is we really have to believe that we can overcome these adversities. We can overcome these obstacles and we can achieve. And when we have a team, again, surrounding us or even an individual surrounding us, that just makes the journey easier. It makes it it makes it easier. It makes it more um, doable. And I think we'll just create more successful people as long as we have, a, a, you know, a successful team or ex- or a successful teammate. Mm-hmm. So, so some of my obstacles, though, uh, going back to that uh, in the past is, you know, I, I, I'm not saying I didn't get encouragement. I, I did. I did get encouragement. I got encouragement from my family. But I always felt that there's always a, an opportunity to get more because sometimes when you receive something from your 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 close relatives you don't receive it as well and that same message can come from somebody else outside of your circle and then you get it so sometimes i definitely believe in uh family encouragement and family support i believe that's where it starts but oftentimes when you get that support outside of that circle it can mean a little more because you expect your family to love you you expect them to give you that support and encouragement right so right. if you can find somebody or someone else to give you that, I think it just helps, you know, boost your morale and, and, and boost that can-do spirit. So for me, my I believe my, my calling is to encourage and to motivate. Uh, and I think under that umbrella is, is teaching. So and that's what I, I hope I'm doing by the, my lifestyle, you know, the way I'm living and, and the way I'm eating and, and, and that kind of thing. And just the way I'm treating other people. Again, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Imagine if all of us were to do that globally, how much of more of a better world it would be. And you don't have it, it doesn't just because it came from the Bible. It doesn't mean, oh, it came from the Bible and the Bible is this and that's this and that. It's the principle in and of itself. It makes right. sense. It just makes sense. So. That's again encouraging, motivating, and again with that, I believe teaching is is what my calling is. No, I definitely vibe with that a lot because I'm I'm the same. You know, my my why is is you know wanting to help others fulfill their life's yearnings, and and yes. a big and a big part for what I really enjoy doing and what gets me up in the morning is 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 being able to you know teach someone something new. You know, when I when I was a kid and. And I, I, all I read was biographies on people, autobiographies, and just wanted to know so much about why people, you know, did the things that they were doing, and you know what what made them tick, and how they gave back. And as soon as I would find out, you know, whatever that thing was, I would you know, <laughs> rush and go tell my parents or anybody yes. <laughs> who would, who would listen to like this is what you know Benjamin Franklin did back in the day or Martin Luther King. This is how he grew up. Yeah. This is this is the stuff <laughs> that he was doing. You know. You know, long time ago, and my parents were like, "Oh, wow, that's really cool." And so, I think that that kind of instilled in me that 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 feeling of, "Wow, I really enjoy teaching people how to, even if it's not how to do something, but giving them new information that they hadn't heard before or they weren't necessarily thinking about all the time." So I'm I'm right there with you on that. Um, I also wanted to just take that a little further, like. Who, well, actually, going from there, what is it um, that you do? I know I kind of rushed through it at the beginning, but can you talk about what it is that you do as well? Sure, sure, sure. So what I do, I do in-home and outdoor personal training, uh, fitness training, athletic training. Uh, I've trained, you know, athletes. I've trained people in the entertainment industry, trained regular people who just want to get in shape, you know, whether it's to increase their, their core stability and, and, and balance to the, usually the ladies who want to lose weight. So again, it's, and it, the thing about that is it puts me in that road or in that groove of what my calling is, which is to teach, which is to educate and which is to motivate. And I'll tell you something, a few years ago, I kind of felt like I was running from that. I wanted to do something else. I wanted to reinvent myself. I wanted to explore other avenues. And I think that's fine. I think it's great to be multi-layered, multi-dimensional, uh, a, a multi-dimensional person. But at the same time, I think it's important to stay true 
to your cause and straight stay true to your core and stay in your lane of your God-given talent and uh, and of your passion whatever that is and as you mentioned earlier, find out what the why is. And that's what I say with the with the food and the eating. When people say, hey, you know what? I know you're plant-based and this and that, and I want to try it and this and that. I say, you know what? That's great, but understand why. Know your why. And that's pretty much across the board with everything. Know your why. Whatever your passion is, whatever drives you, know, know your why that's going to get you through those obstacles that we talked about earlier. Stay true to your, to your core. Stay, stay true to your passion. And, and you'll be successful. But I kind of strayed a little bit, but basically uh, what, what, I, what I like to do is, as a personal trainer, is to teach people that they can get out of their comfort zone because that's usually what it is. People are stuck in their comfort zones and they plateau. They don't see any results. Well, you have to get out of your comfort zone. And I encourage, motivate, and teach people how to do just that and to make them better better functioning human beings they don't all have to be athletes you know as we get older sometimes it's hard for some people just to walk up a, fi- a flight or two or stairs without being out of breath that's a challenge that's a challenge for some people so with different training you increase one's cardiovascular uptake you increase one's muscle uh, uh, strength strengthening uh, conditioning you, you do all those things that help people be better individuals physically and and internally so health and fit, and the reason I say internally is because internal is health, external is, is fitness. That's why you have these two different categories, health and fitness. And so I like to approach it from both angles. So what I do is, is teach people that they, they can overcome these physical obstacles and, and, and they can live healthier lives through nutrition. And I enjoy it. That's awesome. That's yeah. So I'm looking at you and I, and I know you weren't just born this way. What? What made you, you know, want to do the things that you were doing? You know, I, I'm assuming it started from a young age. You know, because when I was young, I played basketball, football, yeah. a little, little bit of track and cross country, and and basketball has always been my passion. So what, <laughs> what, what, what was it for you that the switch just went on in your mind? And you was like, you know what, you know, this is what I'm going to spend my time doing. How did that happen for you? Okay, it was a couple of things. First of all, I, I learned at an early age basketball was not my thing. Well, I, I can barely dribble. I can I can't I'm terrible when it comes to basketball. So I knew right up front, no, basketball is not your thing. So actually I started playing football and I played football when I was in the in Pee Wee League. So however old you are, seven, whatever, fifth grade, whatever it is. Right. So I started playing football when I was really young and I was thinking, you know what, this is it. I was a running back. I ran a couple of sweeps. I was breaking tackles. It just felt good. It felt natural. And as I got older, I kept playing. And so, honestly, I thought that, you know, I was going to the league. You know, I thought I was going to the NFL, as a lot of kids do. That's what we think. You know, we think we have a little talent. We're going to the next level. Well, it didn't happen that way. But initially, so athletics has always been a part of me since I was a young kid. And... When I finished college, uh, the next level was supposed to be, you know, to try out for these teams, this and that, and just go play football. Well, that didn't happen, but I did play after college. And as I was playing, I just realized, you know what, this is fun. This is fun. I can continue with. I can continue this, but it, it, it wasn't part of the plan. I got hurt. I tore my ACL after like 15 years of playing. I tore my ACL and I was out for surgery, and that just kind of really changed the game as far as what my focus was as it related to football. But all the while, so even in high school, what I would do is I would write programs, workout programs and training programs for my friends and never thought anything about it, just wrote these programs. Right. I used to read right. a lot. I used to read a lot of exercise books and magazines back in the day and, and, and anatomy and things like that, things that were interesting to me. Some people were looking at me like, why are you reading an anatomy book? What is, you know, we're in, you know, we're, we're barely in high school. But those things were appealing to me. I like the body. I like the performance. I like how the body moves and how everything's connected. So anyway, after football, I kind of went back to what motivated me as a younger kid, which was the performance, body performance. And I had an opportunity to become a personal trainer because one of the guys in my neighborhood when we lived in Atlanta he trained these Mr. Olympia type athletes and I used to always see these guys like every other weekend or a few weekends out the month or whatever 
you know, with these huge trophies and, and these big dudes. And I'm like, man, what are those guys doing? And I talked to the guy's mom and she said, hey, you should talk to him. He's a personal trainer. And at that time, at that time, I'm thinking, OK, personal trainer, I get it. But like, what does that mean? I didn't quite understand it. So he and I got to, to talking and he basically took me under his wing and I started competing and he showed me the ropes with personal training and I took my certification and and to me that was no big deal because I'd already had a lot of the information based on the books that I've been reading. So I became certified and started working with his company and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, that's when I knew that, hey, you know what? This is something that not only do I enjoy, I see the response I'm getting from the people that I'm training. It's changing their lives. And for me, that was huge because not only was I able to educate, motivate, and teach them, their lives were physically changing. They're physically changing and mentally changing because working out is also mental. So when you see that you have that kind of impact or you can make that kind of impact on someone, it just keeps you motivated to continue to do it. And that's what I did. But the way that I am, I'm always transitioning, again, trying to reinvent myself, learning new things because you always want to grow. And that's where I am now. So I've invented literally invented a product that I'm going to be uh, releasing hopefully by the end of this year, uh, but definitely sometime next year. But it's still in the realm of fitness. I'm still keeping it under that whole the, the, the umbrella of, of fitness and, and being able to to teach and encourage and, and that kind of thing. So that's kind of where I am right now. So what do I do? Yes, I do personal training. I do in-home training. I do outdoor training. And I'm also working on a new product. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you sound like, like me when I was younger as well, that I was the kid who was always reading, you know, <laughs> stuff that people don't even think about until they're like way older. Like, why are you even paying attention to anything like that at all? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it just interests me. I'm sorry that exactly. you know, it, it, it's okay for us to have different interests. Some people like find out earlier what it is that they really like, whereas I guess no fault of their own other people tend to be more uh, oblivious to what's going on or just don't even sure. seem to care about it for right now which is fine you know, sure it'll come, around, it'll come around later just always i'm always always that person who would be you know i would share it with the person and, and if they vibe with it or if they didn't vibe with it you know that's okay at least i, I planted that seed you know? <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know we can still hang out or whatever I'll, I'll just plant that seed and if you like it you'll you'll reciprocate and start saying, yeah, I saw this. And if not, then we'll just talk about other stuff. But yeah, I think that's really cool. As far as, um, as, um, where you're at now, you know, is it, are you finding that, um, this is exactly where you thought you would be? Cause I know you had the, the football injury and was there a period when you were going through that transition where, where it was kind of hard on you, I guess, or yeah. was it just easy for you to switch right over? No, no, it was devastating. As yeah. a matter of fact, yeah, I didn't know it was devastating. It was a, it was a, a crushing blow, and you know what? Honestly, a lot of it, it was a crushing blow to my ego, because it's like, you know what? I'm good enough. I know I should be able to make it, and I have this silly injury and this and that. Yeah, I really thought I was going to be able to play on the next level. And the thing is, it's. It, it, uh, well, and I say this with some reservation. It's not that I didn't have the talent to. I'm just don't. I just don't know if that was God's plan for me. Mm. You know, I. You know, there were opportunities, and these opportunities, for whatever reason, didn't pan out. And then this injury. So, I'm kind of thinking perhaps that wasn't the direction in my life for my life. But getting the news, yes, it was completely devastating. My world was turned upside down. I was thinking, okay, what am I going to do now kind of a thing, you know. So that was a low moment, a low point in my life, trying to figure things out now. And again, though, since the backbone has always been personal training, it was it was easy to make that transition, yes. But at the same time, that's kind of when I was running away from the whole fitness, anything relating to fitness. Because I think I was turned off by the injury okay. and, and, and my inability to perform uh, on the next level, at the next level. So there was a period where I, you know, I did some corporate work, corporate America work, which is fine, which was great. I had an incredible uh, a job. I really enjoyed what I did, and that came to an end. Uh, there was some company outsourcing or whatnot. So it's like, okay, that was another, in my opinion, another uh, example or time or or illustration that hey. 
get back to what you're good at, get back to what I've created you to do and, and who I've created you to be, which is a motivator and encourager and a teacher to, to, and to other people. And that's when I got back into personal training. Awesome. And awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's cool. At the same time, it's not something that I want to do forever because I still believe with these talents that God has given me, I can, I can parlay those talents into other areas in my life. And that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. So I, that's that's really cool too, and I know that faith is a big part of where you're coming from. I, I'm just curious too, like who who instilled that that belief in you? You know, because I went over to you know again Hope College, and while that was you know while it was a faith based uh, university, and it wasn't something that they were forcing on people. They would they would allow you to you know find your way within the teachings, whether that would be, you know, through through attending the the uh, the half hour, you know, church session that they would we would have before lunch, or whether that would be through having the religion courses or uh, even in my senior year when it was focused specifically on on faith and religion. Who where was it that really uh, got you involved with your faith and made it so much a prominent part of your life? My family, okay, you okay. know, it was it was in the home, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not one of those situations where you know because my family, uh, my mom and dad, they were Christians. I'm a Christian. It wasn't that, and that's not even how it works. Right. <laughs> so, right. uh, for for me, it was as I was in these Bible uh, Sunday school classes when I was younger. The message of the cross and Jesus and God and and the whole message of sin and separation and the things that we were taught in Sunday school, they really resonated with me. They resonated with my spirit. Seriously, they they really did. There was a connection. I understood it. I got it. It made sense to me. And when I was young, it made so much sense that my mom and dad, they didn't pressure me. They didn't make me read the Bible. They didn't do anything like that other than I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they they made me go to church because I was a kid. So when they went to church on Sundays, I went to church. I'm, I'm three, four, five, six, seven years old, whatever. You know, I'm going to church with the family. But in Sunday school, those messages of the Bible and and of Jesus Christ and and his love, it was the message of love that really sent a message to my heart, to my spirit that said, hey, you know what? Pay attention. And I did. Just like earlier, you, you made the comment that I paid attention to my gut when I was eating all that food. I paid attention to my digestive system. It was talking to me. I paid attention. Well, those messages of the Bible, they were talking to me and I paid attention. And as a result, I decided, you know what? This is the path that I, that I want to take. I'm making this decision for myself. And of course, as I got older, I learned more. And of course, as I got older, I had questions. And one thing about me, I really enjoy speaking with people of different faiths and backgrounds. I'm not a kind of person to say, oh, because you're not, you don't believe what I believe, I can't hang with you or I can't talk to you or whatever. I like to have open dialogue. I've had open dialogue with people of various religious backgrounds and I really enjoy that. Even to this day, I, I really enjoy that. And my whole thing is, you know, nobody's going to ever, nobody's going to totally be 100% in line with anybody's teaching in my opinion if anybody's teaching because we're all human beings so none of us are perfect however i do believe there is a standard i do believe that there have been there have been rules that have been laid out and there's a path if you will and the bible talks about that there's a straight and narrow path but the, there's a broad path as well so in saying that i think it's great to have dialogue I think what it does is it either strengthens or weakens what you believe in. And I believe that what you believe dictates how you live. So for me, that has been the strong point, the focal point or the anchor of my life, what I believe, because it has dictated how I live. Once again, that doesn't mean that everything that I've done in life has been 100 percent perfect. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not claiming that. But what I am claiming is even though I've fallen short and even though I continue to fall short, I know that at the base and at the core of my heart and at the core of my motivation is love, is the love that Christ showed for, for humanity. So back to your question, and, and it's not just, oh, hey, I love you. No, it's the caring. It's the, again, the encouragement. It's that. And that's what drives me. And that's what got, to, that's what got me where I am. You know, just the, 
being positive and trying to motivate people and encourage people. And uh, and this is a good point you're bringing up because it it actually came from when I was in Sunday school oh, wow. and learned oh, wow. about the love and learned about the love of Jesus and, and how his love sent him to the cross, but he loved us nevertheless. And as I got older, I'm thinking, who else has done that? You know, as I studied other religions and talked to people from different backgrounds, like, man, who else has done that? Who else has shown that kind of love? And that's just what we're lacking today. Again, that respect, that civility for human beings. We're lacking the do unto others. We're lacking those things. So me personally, I try to continue to behave, you know, in that manner. Just, just because I know that's what you know is, is required, but at the same time, it's 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 just the biblical. It's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Even if you took the Bible out of it, it's the, what's wrong with treating somebody like you want to be treated? What's right. wrong with right. that? <laughs> right. So right. that's just kind of how you know I, I try to live my life. Man, that is awesome. I really do appreciate the your, the way you articulate your answers and how and how you're thorough with them because that. Just listening Thanks. to it is just so much stuff that's there, and, and and from hearing you say that, it it sounds like you know, while yes, you do have the strong faith, it's it's despite the faith that you are who you are because it's not like you're saying, well, I'm only doing this because the Bible says so. It, exactly. It's, it's, yes. It's like yes. this is how you want to live your life as a person, and the yes. type of stuff that you want to you know, share with others and, yes. and give them that same love and encouragement the same way that it that it teaches in the Bible. And you're, and you're yes. just doing it because that's who you are. Whereas where I get the impression from um, other folks is that they're only doing things because, well, the Bible says I have to do it this way, but if there was right. no Bible, then I would just be doing whatever <laughs> I wanted to do and wouldn't live, live this certain lifestyle. Well, you know what? I want to make a comment to that. That's that. That's actually uh, that. That's a a, a fine. There's a fine line there, because w- basically, a, as a believer, you do have a new. You, you're created new. You have this new creation, if you will, a a, a, a new spirit, mm-hmm. a new way of thinking, a new heart, a new mind. Right. So, that, like the Bible says, the old man has passed away. Behold, new things have come. So and and I'm, that's not a direct quote, but that's basically the 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 idea behind, and it's called becoming saved, becoming a Christian, or, or a salvation. You know, all things become new. So you do have a renewing of your mind, and you do have a different appetite for different things. So for some people, it's not. I think yes to your point. Oh, I have to do it. Well, it's not a have to. You just enjoy doing it because you do have this renewed spirit to do it. Okay. So it's not even so much a. It's not force. It's natural now because you're you're you're. The Bible speaks of it as the old man. You know, the old self. That's the old man. The old self has been quote unquote done away with, if you will. And so now you do have this new self. You do have this new way of thinking. This new way of behaving. And it's kind of it's kind of on par with. Some people who get locked up and they, you know, they study scripture. They may even study Islam. They may study Buddhism. They may study something else. But the point is, when they study and they accept that teaching, they no longer behave the way that they did when they went in. So they do become a new creation or a new creature in a sense in that their minds now have been taught a certain way of living, which is basically it's in a direct contradiction to how they used to live so yes it's a it's a path of righteousness so you are going to see things differently but it shouldn't come from a place of obligation oh i have to do this because the bible says it that's not genuine to me that's just not genuine you you genuinely have to love you genuinely need to care for other people that just it, it has to be genuine now other things yeah they take a little bit of, of practice a little bit of discipline um it's called you know the the walk of sanctification if you will think it's not easy you know sometimes you don't want to like somebody you know we're still human <laughs> we still have human qualities and we still have human behaviors we're, we're human beings so that's when again the love of christ is supposed to come in and give us that comfort give us that ability give us that that guidance to get through those difficult people or situations or what have you so yeah you know every sunday somebody 
we don't always want to go to church, you know, or whatever the case. You don't always want to go to Bible study. You don't always want to read your Bible, whatever, whatever it is. And you're not going to do it again. Like I said earlier, we're going to fail. We are going to fail in life. But it's how we respond to those failures is what makes us champions. So just to kind of bring it back a little bit. Yes, to your point, some people who are like, oh, I have to, I have to, I have to. Well, that's out of obligation. That's, you know, it, might, it could be a little bit of legalism as well. Uh, living by the law, living by the, the, the law of the scripture instead of by the love of scripture, instead of by God's mercy and grace, which he has given us. And when you live by mercy and grace and love, you're, it's more freedom. You know, you have it, it's freedom to love and freedom to behave in certain ways. And you you just want to. And I'm going to kind of tie this back to food in a, real quick, if yeah. you don't mind. Yeah. It's like I grew up eating hamburgers, as you mentioned earlier in the intro, turkey, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, pizzas, whatever. Matter of fact, I did a an, an interview when I was competing for the Muscle Mania, and they were asking me, what does my diet look like? And at that time, I would die for just a few weeks before a show. And prior to that, I would be eating pizzas, uh, ice creams, and chicken. That was like what I, I used to love it, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, those foods taste good. There is no denying that. Those foods taste good. Well, now that I've changed the way that I eat, and I, don't, I no longer eat that way, I don't even have a craving for those things. I don't sit around and think about, oh, man, I'm dying for some a double cheeseburger and some french fries or whatever right, i mean i still right. eat, and i'm not gonna lie i still eat french fries i mean there's no animal products in french fries <laughs> but you know i don't eat i don't crave the meats the meaty foods and the fried foods so guess what my appetite has changed i no longer crave those things well it's the same thing with christianity you no longer crave the things of that old man of your old self you crave the things that are that are that, that scripture teaches you crave the things that will make you a better person, you know, according to scripture. So it's kind of the same thing with my eating. You know, I've, I've changed the way I've eaten. I've changed my mind. Uh, I feel healthier. My performance is better. My recovery time is great. And I'm not eating any meat. And people are like, how do you do that? How does that happen? Right. Well, guess what? It's happening. So, you know, that's my comparison to those two. You know, do, do I have to uh, continue this way and do I have to not eat meat? No, I can always eat whatever I want to, but I'm choosing to do it this way because I know it's better for me long term. Wow. wow. Yeah, I really I like that comparison and that parallel a lot. So you, you talked yeah. about the the mind and I just want to yeah. get into that <laughs> briefly. What 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 is your 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 thoughts about, you know, our mindsets and and you talked about that a lot throughout the the episode today, but where where do you um, place your mind as far as importance for you know what it's been able to help you accomplish? I believe I believe everything starts in the mind. Major decisions, minor decisions, any decision, everything starts in the mind. And whether or not, again, it's, whether it's financial, relationship, um, health, fitness, spiritual, you you have to set your mind first. You know, you set your mind. I can give you an example. When I was in when I was in high school, I was I used to wrestle, mm-hmm. and I I was at a tournament. It was the state championship tournament, and at a, in a tournament, you have to go through certain matches until you get to the finals. Well, I made it to the quarterfinal. No, I made it to the semifinals. I made it to the semifinals. So, my mindset was. I will not lose to this guy in the semifinals because I want to go to the finals just to say that it, even if I lose in the finals, I want to say that I went to the state championship finals for wrestling because it was in Georgia. And that's tough. It's a tough little it's a tough state. So anyway, so I set my mind. My mind was so focused that when I went into that match, there was nothing that the other person was going to do to win. And, you know, by the grace of God, I did win that match and I did go to the finals. And so I'm saying that to say when we focus our mind, when we when we have laser like focus on whatever it is we want to accomplish, we can we can accomplish it. We can accomplish it. There's a a quote by I think it's Theodore Roosevelt. And I really like the quote. It, It goes like this. If you think you can or if you think you can't. 
you're right. Yes. And so I'm like, whoa. When I read that, I said, whoa, that is correct. If you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. It's all in the mind. It's what, whatever you think you can do, if you set your mind to it, you can do it. You can do it. It may not happen exactly when you want it to, but it can happen. Just stay persistent, stay faithful, keep going, keep pushing. If you think you can't do it, forget it. It's, it's a wrap. Oh, yeah. It's a done. It's a, it's a, it's a done deal. So I think the mind is, is important, very important in, our, in, our, in the decisions that we make. For sure. Absolutely. It kind of reminds me of there was the, the gosh, the story about the, the the rocket ship and and when it's going up, you know, the rocket ship is going, you know, ninety nine percent of the time, you know, the wrong direction. And, okay. And but it always has its target, and regardless okay. of how it's getting, you know, thrown off and starts going the wrong direction, it always readjusts itself to keep okay. on going towards that target that it wants to hit at the end. So parallel with whatever that goal is or or the thing that you set out in your mind that you wanted to accomplish so that reminds me of that so much i think that's cool especially coming from the hearing that from you about how the, the mind works and 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 not making it you know overly complicated about you got to do this thing to make your mind do that it's just right if, if you think you can do if it think, yeah that's, that's, right. that's, that's as simple as it gets and that's why I really that's why I really love that I really enjoyed that quote. If you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. And it's simple. It's simple but it's profound. It's it's simple yet profound. If you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> Definitely. So I wanted to also touch on, you know, fulfilling life's yearnings and it's it's, it's evident that you've been doing that in your life. And I'm just curious to, you know, ask you what what does fulfilling life's yearnings, you know, mean to you? Well, first of all, I thank you for giving me that credit because I still think I'm still <laughs> working on fulfilling it. I'm still on the journey. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but I think, I think ultimately, I, I believe ultimately it means getting in a place where you not only feel secure, have security, but that you can give back to other people. You know, and, and it's not like you really have to wait to give back. You can give back anytime. At at any point in your life you can give back. But I believe it's it, it fulfilling life's yearnings, you're just when you're at a point where you feel again, this goes back to the mind, your mindset. Your mindset is in a place where you feel confident, you feel that you do have something to offer other people because we all do. Unfortunately, a lot of us don't tap into that and understand that we do. But once you understand that you have something to offer other people and you live according to that, whatever that is, that gift, that talent is, then I think that's how you fulfill that that yearning that life is calling you to fulfill because we all have something. And I think when we find whatever that is and we pursue that to, to the highest level, I think that's when we're we're totally satisfied. And, and, yes. an, and an example of that is a doctor, an MD, or an ND, a naturopath doctor, any doctor, whatever. If they were asked, if I don't know, I'm just throwing this out there. I thought about this, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago. If they were asked if they can do something else outside of this industry, outside of the industry that they're in, what would it be? I, I don't know what the percentage is, but I would guess that a large percentage of, of doctors, professionals, would would well, I'm using doctors because doctors, they, it's so much, it's extensive schooling, it's, it's so much, it's rigorous, rigorous courses that they go through. I'm wondering if, even though they're doctors and they've made it, if there's something else that they would rather be doing, you know, if they have a passion in another area. Not that they don't like healthcare, not that they don't like taking care of people and prescribing medicine or whatever it is that they do in their individual fields, but I'm wondering if you were to, if you were to poll these doctors, if they would give you an answer that was outside of healthcare, and I'm under the impression. I'm guessing yes. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing yes. A lot of them would. <clears throat> I could be totally wrong. The only the only reason I'm bringing up this point is this: no matter where you are now, if you have a passion for something, first of all, find that passion because a lot of us are still trying to figure it out, which is okay. But once you lock in on that passion, go for it. No matter what your professional uh, uh, vocation is now, once you find that passion, lock in and go for it. Absolutely. 
I, I love that answer. And, and just to close out, that, that reminds me of the, the, the speech I heard with, with Steve Jobs. And he was talking about, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, uh, don't, don't let it pigeonhole you into mm. saying that you can't do something else. Because in the, going back mm. to that, there's, there's that fear of, of, of trying something new and exposing yourself to something that you might have always wanted to try. Exactly. But, but, it, but that, that fear holds you back. And the thing that stuck in my mind from what he said was that the worst thing that can ever happen to you is something that you already know is going to happen. We're all gonna oh. die, that we're all going to die eventually. Oh, that that mm. that would be the only thing. So you, you come into this world naked, and you're gonna go out of this world naked. So during that lifetime, do whatever it is that drives you and 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 gives you that that sense of purpose to mm -hmm. to to keep moving forward and to you know live that fulfilling life like Antoine said and and to do those things that that inspire you and also help you to give back to others. Absolutely. I agree with that. Awesome. So that that is where I want to leave it because, gosh, I could talk to you probably all day. <laughs> I, think I can talk just, to you too, man. <laughs> I think we just have so much, so much stuff in common. You, you're yeah. the only guy I know who can pull off the hairstyle. So I, I really do like that too, man. It, it, it looks great on you. It looks great. I, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Dragon Ball Z. I've heard that one too. <laughs> you watched that show? I, I haven't. No, I don't watch it. I've heard that. I've heard that reference far too far too many times. Oh, yeah, yeah I've heard that a lot. I've heard other ones too, but I definitely heard that one. Yeah, that, that was my, my my ultimate favorite cartoon show growing up. Is oh, that yeah. right? Oh yeah. Is that right? Got, oh, got all all the toys. It reminds me of the when they turned Super Saiyan. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. So again, Antoine, thanks, thanks for coming on. And is, is there a way for um, people to follow you as well to, to you know see what you're up to? I know you mentioned that you have some big things coming out in the future. How can yeah. they check in on sure. those? So my website is actionfigurefit.com. Actionfigurefit.com. That's my website, and I also have an Instagram page that you know I. I don't know. I don't know about this social media thing. I'm yeah. kind of hot and cold with it, but I'll give out my Instagram, I guess, name or handle or whatever it's called. It's the same thing, Action Figure Fit. So it's at Action Figure Fit. And the Facebook is facebook.com forward slash, again, Action Figure Fit. So Action Figure Fit is actually the is my brand. I've trademarked the name, and I want to do some big things with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I want to just kind of keep that name at the forefront of, of, of what I'm doing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So how'd you come Thank up you. with that name real quickly? Come on. You, you know what? A friend of mine, a good, one of these 20 plus year friends of mine that I was yeah. telling you about earlier, yeah. I don't know how long ago this was. This was years ago. I think I had on a tank top or no shirt or something, whatever. And he was like, man, you got an action figure body, man. You just... <laughs> Walking around here looking like an action figure, and that just stuck in my head. I'm like, man, that's that was a cool compliment because I used to when I uh, was growing up, I was playing with action figures like He Man and the GI Joes, oh, and, you know. I'm like, man, even when I was young, I'm like, man, these guys are these. Look at these muscles, and I was just intrigued as a kid with the muscles, the separation, and the density. I'm like, wow, wow, these guys are incredible. So when he when he told me that, little did he know that that I, I locked in on that. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, Years later now, as I'm starting these new ventures and whatnot, it went back to that action figure. But then I want it fit just because the whole idea is whether you're a bodybuilder, a volleyball player, tennis player, no player at all, whatever, whatever, is the, the to have to be action figure fit is to be fit like an action figure. But as an athlete, to be able to excel in any sport that you participate in, no matter what it is. So, you know, if you're a bodybuilder, so for me, it's been a bodybuilder, Muay Thai fighter, football player, CrossFit competitor. So it's these different levels of activity where when you participate, you can excel. 
because you you have that your your action figure fit. It doesn't matter what you do, because as an action figure, what do we do? We would throw the action figures. They would jump. They would crawl. They would swim. We would do different things with these action figures. So to be action figure fit, you can do different things and and and, you know excel. So that's that's part of the the reason. So action figure fit is uh, is also uh, it's action figure fit. Get abs. Get ripped. uh, Promoting plant based nutrition and exercise. That's the mission. That's so awesome. I like that a lot, and, and I'm definitely going to spread the word about that because I mean that that's really cool. Just just to have someone else who is involved, with, you know, giving back and, and and enjoys teaching and inspiring yes. others to, you know, bring the best out of themselves. Yes, absolutely. Yes, sir. Thank you, Blake, so much for what you're doing, and I know you reach tons of people who are inspired by your podcasts, and I and I just wish you the best and just continue with what you're doing and you never know how many people you're reaching with this message so I applaud your efforts and what you're doing and I, and I wish you the best in the future uh, thank you I appreciate that so much and I, I enjoyed the energy you brought to the show today it's, thank I know you. that's definitely going to be infectious and contagious for the people who are listening because <laughs> you know, that, that's what it's all about just being you know on 10 throughout the day and, and enjoying it so i appreciate you bringing that on to the show today and it was it was great talking with you thank you as well thank you for having me again i appreciate it all right see you soon okay you got it thanks for listening to fulfilling life's yearnings i want to know what your biggest takeaway is so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams.